Hey, hey, it is Friday. It is time for Friday Bullpen Sessions. My name is Andy Neary. Each week, I deconstruct my journey, my struggles through professional baseball to help unpack yours so you can live a life on purpose. I take the lessons I learned in baseball and help you apply them in business and in life. So if you're ready to join me, grab your glove, grab a ball, get ready to take the mound, and get ready to bear down to strike out the limiting beliefs in your life. All right, here we go. Hey, welcome back to Friday Bullpen Sessions. My name is Andy Neary, and this is episode 208. Happy Friday. Hope everybody is having a fantastic week and about to enter a beautiful weekend. I know it's going to be beautiful where we are here in Colorado, so I am excited to enjoy a weekend uh, with the fall colors as they the, as the leaves start to fall off the trees here. Won't be long before we see the snow on the peaks of the mountains, and that tells us that winter is right around the corner, which I don't know about you. I'm not a big fan of. So, so let's talk about your marketing. And the question I want to pose to you today is, is your marketing backing up what your mouth is saying? Now, before I go into depth on that, I am excited to share one quick announcement, if I may. You'll notice that uh, our bullpen session interviews have been missing for quite a while, probably since the beginning of the summer. And at first, I didn't know if I was going to bring the the interviews back that we normally do on Tuesdays, but we, uh, we made the decision that we want to. And here's what I wanted to do, and I'm excited to make this announcement. We actually wanted to upgrade the podcast a little bit and by getting in studio, by actually creating interviews where we are in the same room with people, not interviews done virtually. Uh, there's just something about a, a podcast interview where you're sitting in the same room with that person. The conversation's different. The energy is different. And so we're excited to announce that as of next week, episode 209, uh, we will have our first live in studio podcast episode where I interview a friend of mine by the name of Samson Jagoris. Uh, Samson, I interviewed a while back, one of my early episodes. So I brought him back on. Uh, we're kind of we're fortunate enough that he has been kind enough to grant us access to his podcast studio. So we will be bringing you interviews live, interviewing people live in the same room, and I'm excited to do that. So be on the lookout for our uh, a reintroduction of our next interview next week, episode 209, which will come out on Tuesday. Um, when I started Bullpen Sessions podcast, the reason I wanted to give it the name Bullpen Sessions, I don't need to talk about my past as a baseball player, but what a bullpen session meant to me as a pitcher is it was a chance that uh, a weekly opportunity for me to sit down with my pitching coach and do a couple things. Number one, talk about pitching, talk about, you know, the art of what the craft of what we're doing when we take the mound and our job is to keep our team in the game, get outs, you know, mentally, what do we need to do to be prepared to be a good pitcher? And then the tactical side was, okay, let's now take the mound, work on our craft, uh, work on being accurate, work on hitting your spots, working on different pitches and that's really what I want this podcast to be is a mix of mindset and tactics. And so when you think about the episodes that you see on this podcast, I want you to think about that. Our, our podcast is really designed to help um, anybody in sales, but we really target insurance professionals. That's the industry I come from. Build the mental toughness as well as the tactics to win in business today. That is the ultimate goal. And these interviews that I'll be doing in studio 
we'll be interviewing former athletes who, who uh, exceeded at uh, their sport in college, maybe at the pro level, and, and talking about what they did mentally to have success in business as well. What strategies did they deploy from their time in sports that they now apply to having success in business? So I'm excited to bring those interviews to you. And today's episode is no different. Today is probably a little more tactical um, when you think about the message I'm trying to get across, which again, I'm posing the question, is your marketing backing up what your mouth is saying? And, and so let me preface by setting the stage for why I wanted to do this episode. When you look at a lot of the social media channels out there, you know, for me, it's LinkedIn is probably my number one channel. It's the channel many insurance advisors use to connect with each other, but also connect with their prospects. Um, when I look at the content that's being created on a platform like LinkedIn, I see a lot of my peers who love to take a stance for something and put it out on LinkedIn, have an opinion on something, put it out on LinkedIn, which I absolutely love. Absolutely love that because, you know, whether it's their, their, uh, their post that they put out there talking about, you know, how messed up the healthcare system is in this country or how the insurance companies you are paying premiums to have misaligned in goals and misaligned incentives with you, or just how difficult it is for employers to make good decisions around their benefits. Those are all great pieces of content. That content is awesome because it helps that advisor stand out because they're taking a stance on something. They're, they have an opinion on something. But here's the problem. When I go check out the actual marketing that these advisors and their companies are putting out, I don't see the same thing. You know, it's very common in the insurance industry to have one producer at an agency have a message that is very different from what the market is saying, and which is which is good. Remember, different is what wins today. Better doesn't win, different wins. So they've got a message that's very different and it's attracting a lot of attention. It's opening a lot of doors. But then you go check out the website of the agency that producer works for and it reeks of, oh, you're just like every other agency out there. You're no different whatsoever. And what that does without that producer knowing is it actually negatively impacts that producer's credibility because what's coming out of his or her mouth is not aligned with what I'm reading on their website or what I'm reading on their LinkedIn profile or what I'm seeing in any marketing slicks I'm getting from that company. And when there's not alignment between your mouth and your marketing, you instantly lose credibility. Worse yet, you confuse your prospects. And uh, there's a quote Donald Miller from the story of building a story brand often says, if you confuse, you lose and you, you're losing because if, if the message is not aligned with the marketing, you're confusing the prospects. Therefore, they're never going to buy from you. And so the goal really has to be, how can we make sure the marketing that we're putting out there is backing up what our mouth is saying? And so today, what I wanted to do is share three tips with you that I think can help you do just that. Because if I'm being very blunt with you today, you have to stand out. Your marketing, your message has to stand out today if you want to have a chance to win. There is way too much noise 
in the market, whether you're selling insurance products or you're in any other industry. Let's be honest. There's, there's way too much noise out there right now. So you have to find a way to stand out. If you look like everybody else, you have no chance. It's kind of like playing the game of where's Waldo. You're, you're asking your prospects to somehow find you in the mix of all of these other advisors and agencies that look just like you. So that's really where you have to, to start from is the foundation that, okay, it is our goal with our marketing and our message to look different. Without that, this entire conversation is a non-starter. If you listen to my episode last Friday, I actually shared a webinar recording I did uh, the week prior where I talked about the three keys to effective marketing. Number one, you have to be absolutely clear on who your ideal prospect is. You cannot be all things to all people. You have to know exactly who is a fit for you. Number two, you have to build a brand message for that ideal prospect. You have to have a message that attracts them. And then you have to have a way to capture social media and email leads so you can nurture them with good content, which is part three. You have to create content for your ideal prospects so that when they're ready to buy, you are the one they think about. But here are a couple other tips you need to consider if you want to create effective marketing. The first one is you need to go find the smallest viable market. Now, I know I'm stealing that phrase from Seth Godin, but it's, it's true. It, you have to go find the smallest viable market. Quit trying to be all things to all people. This is where your marketing is completely disconnected from your message. Your message that I hear coming out of your mouth, in your meetings, on your social media, they all... The message tells me you want to be different and you are different and you're looking different. However, the marketing I see coming from your website or any of the slicks that you pass out tells me you're trying to be for everybody. And as Seth Godin also said, the race to try to talk to everybody is what's making you boring. So you're Message out of your mouth is bold, but the message on your marketing is boring. The message on your website is boring. So we got to fix that. The first thing you need to do is to understand you cannot be all things to all people, nor do you want to. Go find the smallest viable market that can help you change the trajectory of your company. When I work with the advisors in my academies, our one-on-one -on -one clients, the, the, the agencies and the companies we do marketing for, we are constantly telling them that if you think about it, you actually don't need that many wins to change your business, to completely change the trajectory of your business. You don't. You don't need that many wins, not as many as you think. Therefore, you don't need to go talk to thousands of people. Just go find the few that believe what you believe. It's that simple, which leads to step number two, tip number two. If tip number one is stop trying to be all things to all people, go find the smallest uh, viable market. Tip number two is take a stance on something. Believe in something. Think about the product you sell. Now, if you're one of our clients or a, a potential client of ours, you are selling a, an insurance product most likely a health insurance product. 
I guarantee there is something you believe about that product. I talk to advisors every week who believe the healthcare system is messed up, who believe the health insurance carrier's uh, goals are misaligned with yours, who believe, uh, who believe that employees just don't, aren't given the right information to make good health insurance decisions, good healthcare decisions. If you believe that, stand in that. That has to be your message, whether it is, it's in a proposal, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on your website, whether it's in any marketing slick your graphic designer is going to create. That stance, you have to take that stance everywhere. Now, here's why you don't want to do that. The second I said you need to take a stance, you got a little hesitant. You know why? You're afraid to offend somebody. You're afraid that that one person who, by the way, was never going to buy your stuff I get turned off. That's exactly what you want. Effective marketing simply says, we're for you. We're not for you. So you need to take a stance on something. Think about what you sell. Think about what you believe about what you sell and then go shout it publicly. But make sure that that stance Present is presented everywhere in your marketing, from your social media content to your emails, to your webinars, to your website, anywhere you might be targeting your ideal prospects, I better see the same message over and over and over again. And that message should include the stance, the beliefs you have about what you sell, because that is the most effective way to tell your audience, here's who we're a fit for, and here's who we're not a fit for. And when you get crystal clear on that stance, it actually makes selling easier because the people who align with that message, who you end up pulling into your sales pipeline, already believe that too. And it it just creates an easier sales conversation with that prospect. And the people who don't believe in that message, they're actually going to go away. They're going to be detracted. And that's what you want. You don't have to waste your time trying to convince a prospect to buy from you who never had any interest in buying from you in the first place, nor are they aligned with what you believe. So the second tip in making and creating marketing that backs up what your mouth is saying is you have to take a stand on something. You have to believe in something and know that that belief is only a good fit for a few, but that's all you need. You just need a few amazing clients to change your business forever. And then tip number three, and I've already kind of let the cat out of the bag with this one, is make sure your marketing, all of your marketing, is completely aligned with that stance, that belief you have. Everywhere I go to check out who you are, to check out information about your company, I better see that same message resonate everywhere. The number one mistake almost every insurance agency in the insurance industry makes, and I'm sure it's true for most companies, regardless of industry, is what their sales reps are saying and what the website says are two completely different things. 
when you meet with a prospect or you connect with the prospect for the first time, maybe it's even a LinkedIn connection. The first thing they're going to do is they're going to check you out. And the, and the first place they're going to go is they're going to Google your name, Google your company, and then they're going to go check out your website. And oh, by the way, that website on a personal level is your LinkedIn profile. They're probably going to go check out your LinkedIn profile. And if there is any misalignment in message, you're done. There, there's no chance. That used to happen to me all the time. I would have the, I had a message that I wanted, I was sharing with the market. I stepped into my beliefs of what I felt about health insurance. I started aligning with good prospects who believed that too. They just didn't know it. I drew it out of them with my content, with my messaging. But then they would go check out the agency's website. And it was a completely different story. And little did I know, I was actually losing credibility with these prospects because of it. Because they didn't know which one was full of shit, my agency or me. <laughs> and so please do me a favor. If you're listening to this podcast, one, thank you for, for tuning in. But two, if you are in a production role, if you have any vested interest in your company, you are one of its decision makers, please go check your website out right now after this podcast is over. And I want you to take a look at the message and I want you to figure out if that message is saying the same thing that your producers are saying when they're out talking to your prospects. If it's not, fix it immediately because it is causing your producers to lose business opportunities. Websites used to be a place where you could talk all about yourself. It's not how it works anymore. Your website has to speak to your prospect. And if your sales reps are speaking to your prospects, just like your website should, just like all of your marketing content should, I better hear the same message repeated over and over again. One of the greatest examples of this uh, comes from Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. I've been listening, following, and watching his videos for the last three or four years. And he's got probably one of the most well-known social media brands in the world. And he will often get accused by his followers that, Gary, you talk about the same 12 things over and over and over again. He's like, yeah, that's the point. Because that is what I'm known for. That is my zone of genius. That is what I believe. So if you can make sure your marketing does the same thing, talk about the same things over and over and over and over again, that is what your prospects will recognize you for. And as long as it is being said on every marketing channel, every marketing platform you have, you'll create brand recognition. So that's my advice today. I don't want to go on too long about this. I could probably go on another 20 minutes about it. But those are my three tips for you. Make sure your marketing is backing up what your mouth is saying. Like I said, I love the content on social media. I love the stances, the opinions you're sharing. It's all great. But dang it, if I go look at your marketing and it says something totally different, there's no way I'm ever going to do business with you. I don't trust you. I, you have no credibility with me. That tells me you're just saying something to try to get my attention. You actually don't believe what you're saying because nowhere else in your marketing do you say the same thing. And remember, yeah, when you take a stand, not everybody's going to like it. 
but you don't need to do business with everybody. Remember, there's a freedom in saying, we're for you. We're not for you. So remember these three tips. Number one, quit trying to be all things to all people. Smallest viable market. Number two, take a stance on what you sell. Believe in something about what you sell and go share that with your target prospects. And then number three, make sure your marketing states, shares, puts this message out, this same message on every channel platform you have. If you do those three things, your agency, your company, you personally are going to create some undeniable brand recognition and it is going to attract the right prospects to you. So that's my advice today. You know what happens when you create clarity, you mix it with confidence you go do some amazing things. And if you just take this advice and apply it to your marketing and your messaging, your marketing will do amazing things for your business. Take care. Thank you for listening into this week's episode. And if you know of any other high achievers like yourself that you think would benefit from this episode, please do me a favor. Please share this with them. You would help me go a long way in sharing this message, getting this message out to as many people as possible. I'd be forever grateful. And if you really found benefit from today's episode, do me a favor, go subscribe to the podcast, give it a five-star rating, leave a great review. It always helps to make sure that this podcast is getting in front of it as many ears and eyeballs as possible. Thank you.